This is Turn on the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle, curl. I'd actually like to start from Dawn. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees a soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Coleman. That is again by Coleman. You got to hand it to Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. Hello, and you are listening to the 35th edition of TOJ Film Room. I'm back after uh, what, two days for my last podcast. Like I said, the next month we're going to be pumping out so much content. I'm probably not going to be able to even keep up with myself. But episode 35, um, as usual, you can follow me on Twitter at JoeRB31. Uh, today, right after this podcast, I'll be starting to post up some Jamison Crowder plays. I'm probably going to finish Jamison Crowder within the next two days, do a show about it in three, four days. Um, and then I have assembly lined up and then I have pool lined up and then I have at least like 20 of those draft guys for the draft guys. I just actually took out, I know I've been reading the list. I actually just took out, um, AJ Brown out of the top 20 people I was going to do. And I replaced him with Devin Bush. I've seen a lot more hype about Devin Bush than AJ Brown. And I already have, uh, Nikhil Harry, Hakeem Butler, and, um, EK Metcalf that I did. So I want to do two, at least two linebackers, you know, inside linebackers. So I already had three receivers and I, I, I am watching Hakeem Butler right now. Um, right. I think I have, I, I think I have Hakeem Butler. Um, let me see. I have, yeah, I, I have Hakeem Butler and then I'm doing, uh, Montez Sweat and then I'm doing Devin Bush and I'm doing Garrett Bradbury. I like Hakeem Butler, uh, sneak peek. I, I, I really like what he brings uh, to the field and what he could potentially turn into in the NFL, but that's a story for a different day in a couple of weeks, months or whatever it is when I get that film out. But I do like Hakeem Butler. Um, for sure, uh, TOJ Film Room on iTunes, TOJ Space Film Space Room on iTunes. Like I said, if you could leave a review there, even if you do just watch on YouTube, that'd be greatly appreciated because YouTube, obviously, the views matter, but uh, it really does matter in the podcast app with the uh, with the reviews. And we got two this week, um, two reviews, five-star ratings, which is fantastic. Uh, the first one was from uh, Deathlok. Deathlok, I don't, I don't know how to say that, but he says, hope it helps. Love the show, guys. I don't review a lot of stuff, but I really enjoy it, even though I just listen. I still feel like I take a lot away a lot from it. Um, and then Ryan G, I know who exactly that is at uh, NY underscore Jets Nation 98 on Twitter. Uh, it says, amazing podcast. Love the podcast, Joe. Been a fan of your work since Jet Nation Radio. Also great, also great to see your reviews and honest opinions on players the Jets get. We're lucky as Jets fans to be able to see all these great breakdowns of players in terms of their strengths and weaknesses watching the CJ Mosley video now. Can't wait to see your thoughts on some of the draft guys, especially edge and offensive line. Uh, you're going to get plenty of draft stuff. Don't, don't worry about that. I'm working on that, but I'm not posting stuff on Twitter or recording a show. I'm watching film on draft guys for the most part. Obviously I do have uh, some semblance of a life at times, but uh, this next month or two is just been, or these last two months have been just absolutely crazy. Um, as always, we're, I'm going to be putting out mailbags. I might do it this week. I'm not too sure. It depends on if I can even fit it in, in there. But definitely more after the draft. I'll be doing more frequent mailbags. But you can always email me, BlueWoodJoe, uh, TOJ at Gmail. And, uh, or you can comment on, on YouTube, whatever it may be. But, uh, yeah, and then right after this, I'm going to try to pump this out really quick because we have the uh, – oh, yeah, sorry for it's dark. I, I just realized that now. Um, but, listen, the Mets are playing a little bit. I want to watch opening day. And I didn't feel like setting up a freaking tarp, a tarp. So if it's a little bit too dark for you and you don't like it, who cares? Because you're not really here to look at my face. You're here to look at film. So it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, but the Mets game does start in like 15 minutes. I recorded it, but I don't want to be too, too late where I'm going to be seeing all this stuff about the Mets uh, hopefully winning without me being able to watch it. Cause I hate knowing what's going to happen before I watch it. But uh, we're going to get right back into the, the Mosley film um, pulled the first play right here. Like I said, we have um, 32, 33, 34 plays to, uh, to go with uh, CJ Mosley. So um, shouldn't be too, too long, but I do want to definitely get this out there. I'm not going to just ignore, uh, you know, a lot of film that I do have and hold on. I have to set up my computer. So bear with me. Okay, there we go. Um, let's see what this one is. 
Oh yeah. So this is more about the hands. Um, and I've, and I've shown this, the, the, the saints, obviously they clearly run a, a ton of uh, zone. This is, this is more of like a, it almost looks like the aiming point originally is, is the outside uh, hip of that tackle. So you'd almost call it a mid zone, but it turns into more of an outside zone. because it kind of more becomes the inside zone because the aiming points, the, the B gap as a, uh, as number 55, I think it's 55. I think it sucks. Sets the hard edge. Um, Moses on the, he's on the backside of the play. He's the mic though. Um, Cause there's no other stand up linebacker on the play side. And the thing that's impressive about this play too, is like, he, listen, he's not making out a tackle for loss, but a lot of linebackers in this position would just get blocked and, and wouldn't be able to get on this tackle. Um, but the thing that's really impressive about this play is the hands. He gets the hands in, not even inside on this one. But as you see right here, if you see where his hand placement is, the, the right hand and the left hand, so he's extending with that right hand to push the shoulder off of, of uh, that or the, the right arm off of his body. So he, he's, he's basically taking away the contact. And as he's pushing, he's swiping down with that um, swiping, wiping down with that left arm when he's controlling the wrist. So it's almost like a, almost like a karate move kind of to get, to, to get that you know, um, hand off of himself, and then he shoots through uh, to get on a tackle. So uh, good hand placement there, um, good ability to, to beat the block, knowing how to control um, the offensive lineman's shoulder and his wrist to, to remove uh, that hand from making contact with his body. So um, really, really nice play there. It's just a little things you got to watch to to pick up on how, you know, good or bad these players really are. Uh, this play, I didn't really – there was nothing really about this. I just put this up because he trucks somebody. Uh, I think I labeled it like uh, X-Raven, X X-Raven New Jet versus X-Saint New Raven, something like that. But uh, you like to see, I always like to see people getting trucks. That's really the only reason I, I put this on. But it's some – you know, you're seeing some power even though he does get a running start. He doesn't get super low, but – Hand extension power, uh, plants Ingram literally on his ass. So that's 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 fun to see. Always, I'm always gonna. I always like to put up plays of guys getting trucked. It's just it's something I like to see. Uh, I like the old school football type stuff. Which, by the way, with that new freaking, there's like basically no more blindside blocks at all. I, I hate that. Listen, if you're taking a blind path to the ball carrier, that's your own freaking fault. You you gotta you gotta look where you're going. Um, so basically, I, I see much less crack tosses. Um, being run because a crack block is basically that you're hitting them from the side where they can't see you uh, for the most part. So I don't know how crack tosses are going to be run anymore in the NFL. And that's a huge play in the NFL. It's just, it's, it's a staple of some offenses. So um, don't like that at all. Uh, this play, you have an inside zone split. You see Mosley uh, right here on the, on the play side, you Kamara takes the, take the, uh, takes the handoff and, um, because of the positioning of the defense, he's going to cut it into the to the backside A gaps. You'd almost call it a tight zone belly zone uh, split as well. Um, Mosley, obviously, he presses down to the to the play side, um, but as he sees Kamara cut back, he keeps his he's keeping his eyes on Kamara the, the whole time, which is always impressive. His ability to to read the running back while reading blocks at the same time. The thing that's impressive about this play, this is if I if I play this in fast motion, it's really just the athleticism. There's really not much X's and O's that break down of this play. But you have Kamara who's who's cutting away from Mosley and trying to get to the the boundary side sideline, and you see Mosley dive. That's that's explosion right there. This is this is what like this is where you see like those vertical numbers, broad jump numbers come into play because um, you want to see an explosive athlete. Uh, and this is these are those type of plays, but it's a leap right here uh, to cover multiple yards and get a, get a tackle on Kamara. And like I said, I'm going to bring up more of uh, the fact that people say this guy was like David, is like a David Harris 2.0. Uh, David Harris never flashed his type of athleticism in, in his career. Um, you know, at least to me when I was watching him. I didn't watch him as closely um, as I do now with like film and stuff like that. But I still watched every single game since I've been, you know, since probably what, 2007 uh, when I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. I watched the Jets before that, but I'm talking about like really, really watch all the games. Um, next play. Uh, this this one's this one's not um, this I, this one's again nothing to really break down here. I, I I put this up just to flash some of the athleticism again, uh, some of the smarts. Now he is a quarter of a second late. If he timed the snap a little bit better here, because this is fourth and one, as you can tell, they're running a QB sneak, um, which they don't do with Drew Brees a lot on not fourth down or third down and one. Uh, but this was fourth and one. Um, but I like the athleticism jumping over the line. Uh, you you find Drew Brees in the air and then he you know spins him down for for a tackle. Obviously they did get the first down, so I like to see him get you know, press the line scrimmage a little bit more. Um, but he did want to build up that momentum, you know, the momentum in the air to fight Drew Brees um, in that air because if he just leaped from a standstill, maybe Drew Brees can, you know, 
body weight versus body weight, maybe Drew Brees is able to push him a little bit or get to that first down. So, um, so like, you know, athleticism shown right there uh, from C.J. Mosley. Next one is going to be more of that athleticism. Uh, quick processing speed from Mosley right here. As you can see, he's pressing down. Um, into that B gap, he's pointing something out to the, to his teammates. I don't know exactly what he's pointing out. Probably the the, the split of the of the tight end, whatever it may be, um, in this scenario. Obviously, he's not ready for the snap, but the quick processing speed here of to to assess the block when the the guard or the uh, sorry the tackle is literally a half a step away from him. What does Moza do? Instincts, 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 instincts. This is exactly what he has, and I say it all the time: tight elbows, hands inside. Tight elbows, hands inside. He drops his hips to absorb. It's not a huge drop of the hips, but it's a drop of the hips. Extension. Lateral, lateral quickness to get away from the block. If you just try to, if you just try to stay, um, you know, on top of this of this uh, offensive lineman. And then you're fighting power with power because you use that extension, that good hand placement, which with that good hand placement and not letting the guard get inside, when you can control the chest, you can control where the linebacker would be going for that offensive lineman because his hands are wide. It's hard to control um, really anybody with your hands wide on their shoulders. It's just not very easy. You can't generate a lot of power through that um, for a lot of reasons, but lose that lateral agility. As, as he knows he's getting off the blocks, he's keeping that extension again, which is really good. See how he lessens that shoulder right there? He lessens it to give um, the left tackle less area to punch, where if he stayed more straight up, then that would allow the tackle to maybe get into his chest and drive him off on, on his hip. But because he kind of – see how he flips his hips right here? The, the, that flip lessens his shoulder. He ducks his shoulder right there, and that's how, why the, the, the left tackle kind of slips off of him right there. So that's, that's again, good ability to get off of blocks, good athleticism. Um, the stopping ability, the ability to fight through that block. He still does, does have hands on him. Boom, makes a tackle. Uh, I'm going to play it in full speed just so you get a little bit more of appreciation for how fast this happens. Um, he's, he's, like I said, uh, I don't know the last time the Jets have had a linebacker this good. Outside linebacker, inside linebacker, really, you know, any linebacker. Next snap I'm going to show is a snap of uh, some man coverage here of Mosley. Uh, I forget if it was cover one, cover two, whatever it was. I, I knew that he was on man. He was in man coverage um, on this tight end who is, I don't know who is 81. I'm not good. I'm not good with a serious tight I know they have Jesse James. I forget the, I'm blanking on the other guy's name, but I think Jesse James is, he could be 81. I could be wrong, whatever. Um, but he's in man coverage. Obviously he squats. He keeps it. He's, he's playing, he's playing basically he's playing in squat man coverage. He's not really backpedaling. He's not bailing. Um, he's not a, he's not impressed. He's not in soft shoe. So you almost call him like he's just squatting. Um, keeps square. He lets the tight end initiate contact, but he he absorbs that contact. Keeps his hands on the chest. His eyes are on as he's initiating contact because he knows now he can feel him. What is it? What what happens? Eyes flash into the backfield to see what the quarterback is looking at, which is fine. Um, what I like to what I like to see. Him, look at back at the quarterback for as long as he does right here. We're like that, this split second. Once, once you, you don't want to, even when you're on contact with a guy, you don't want to keep your eyes on him the entire time. Um, so maybe it's a little bit too long because as this is happening, I like to see his eyes snap back right to the tight end. Um, I think it's Jesse James. I'm going to call it Jesse James. Could be wrong, but like I said, who cares? Uh, so then he plays the upfield shoulder. I would like to see him be a little bit tighter here uh, as he's playing the upfield shoulder. But the good thing about playing the upfield shoulder, and I explain this, and it's easier to show on film. Now, if he was to drive down on on the the, the closer hip, um, not the upfield shoulder, you can you, you can call it the the downfield shoulder, whatever you want to call it, the inside shoulder. Um, what's going to happen is if he plays if he plays inside, quarterbacks in the NFL are going to be able, they're going to throw it over your head and throw them open. When you play on their hip they have to work through you vertically. And as the ball is being thrown, you could work up to that upfield hip. And that's, and that's when you play the ball. And that's exactly what happens right here. Even though I see, uh, I want to see him, like I said, be a little bit tighter, but he plays upfield shoulder, upfield shoulder. As the ball is being thrown, he, he cuts more underneath of that, gets his arm around, which is good. This, this arm being right there is good. And also how he plays this ball is good. Um, it appears that he, that he just stabs through the ball now. And this arm is important like right here, because if you miss that ball, let's say if he was to go up with his right arm right here, if he misses this ball, he has no arms on the tackle and then it's yards after catch. 
because of this arm, if he misses this, this, this uh, swipe or the stab at the ball, um, he could still wrap up. And another important thing too is when you're the difference between stabbing through and playing through the ball and then swiping at the ball. When you swipe through the ball, you're taking your momentum down to the ground. You're not really going to be able to make a tackle. Now, if I extend through the ball, if you make that catch, guess what? Now my now my now my arm is basically on your hip level, where now I could wrap you up with that with that upfield um, arm plus that stab through. So now you have two hands on instead of one hand on or no hands on if you played it really poorly. So he plays the ball really well here with his hand placement, playing the upfield shoulder, and then undercutting it as the ball is thrown. Like I said, I would like to see his eyes be a little bit on the tight end more as he as he loses contact. And I would like to see him play maybe a little bit tighter on the upfield shoulder right here, um, but still a really good rep. I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking right there like he was a, a cornerback. So next play is more of that uh, – Lateral quickness that I talked about—it's—it's um, a—it's a theme. You're going to see this so much from from Moses' ability, his ability to get off blocks. And when I play this in full speed, you'll see, you'll see really how like laterally quick uh, again he is, and how like twitchy of an athlete. You talk about like um, just the ability to make cuts and burst, and lateral quickness, stop start ability, fluidity in the hips, the ability, uh, the, an- the ankle flexibility, lower body flexibility. Um, maybe his upper body is a little bit tight at times, but that's not anything I'm going to go crazy over. Um, and I'm not going to show plays of tight upper bodiness because like, this is already a lot of film that would be, if I went into that much detail about every single play, um, we'd be doing a play, a, a freaking film review of 150 plays or something like that. But, uh, again, another, another, uh, inside handoff with a split with a, with that sifter work in the backside with a nice cup block right there, actually, um, or decent cup block. Yeah, decent cut block. A little bit. I don't know if he hurt us. He probably might have hurt us neither. That guy. Uh, but you see Mosley again. What I talk about a million times with his film: hands inside, extension, using the lateral quickness to get away, ability to, to stop, um, assess where the running back is, and he bursts through him for the tackle. And if I play this at full speed, you see how kind of like twitchy that is. That's a really, really athletic player um, that we're looking at and that we've been looking at for you know now twenty-seven plays. Um, of this review, which means we're about at the halfway mark, uh, but I'm gonna I'm flying through these plays right now because, you know, I don't want to take another hour and a half, two hours showing Mosley film. I think at this point you guys have a pretty good idea of the player you're going to get with Mosley, um, but I also don't, I want to do you know show you guys enough film to really enforce my points here that I'm not just showing a player or two of of his ability um, here. One back power, we can call it, we can call it one back power. You can almost call it a sweep if you want, because it actually it, it looks like it's supposed to be a one back power where they're gonna work through that where they're gonna work through that uh, that C gap right here. And you're gonna see 89 here, who's gonna try to kick out 54. It doesn't really work out that way. Um, so the play kind of adjusts on the fly right here, and it goes out to the outside more like a, like a sweep. So you can call it either one one back power sweep. Um, now usually with powers, you're going to get, you know, the B gap, but you can have the power through the C gap. It's still interior. So Mosley, the good thing about this play is obviously he's flung with the play, keeping his eyes in the backfield. He's accessing the whole play. This is a really kind of like a, without sounding like a nerd, like a nerdy, I don't know, like a nifty type of move right here. You can see as 66 is squaring him up. Mosley drops his hips and his shoulders and looks like he's going to initiate contact with 66, which makes him shoot his hands, which he does get his hands on him. But he's not getting he's not getting full like uh, Mosley's full body right here, so he kind of slips off of it because he dropped his hips with that little like he, like stab and head fake right here, which like I said made sixty six drop his head and 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 try to block him. Um, but he just slips right off of it, and then he gets a a tackle for uh for the one yard loss right here. But that's a really nice way to get off a block as well. Um, in, in this situation, you're not really gonna be able to square him up, use your hands inside, and get off of him, and still be able to make this play as he does, because this is one of those plays where he actually got a tackle for loss right here. So, uh, rangy guy, smart ability to get off, uh, you know, blocks, reading the 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 uh the blockers and the offensive line. You could see actually right there that uh. 66 is a little bit pissed off right there. He knows he got beat um, by Mosley, who beats many. He beats a lot of offensive line. There's really not many he doesn't beat in, in the second level. No, I'm going to show up some plays in a little bit, I think, of him actually beating up on new Jets guard uh, Clutch Assembly really, really, really badly. So we'll see that in a couple seconds. have two plays right now that I, that I really like putting up because this is where um, 
I talk about the coverage ability and for the people who watch the show and watch it all the way through, I appreciate you. I know all, everybody doesn't watch it all the way through. Um, but for the people who do and you have the, the patience and the you know interest to continue watching the film with me, um, this is the type of stuff you're going to get. And this is the stuff you can, you can listen, I'm not just bold. Like, there's a lot of people who just literally they go onto Pro Football Focus or they go onto Draft Network or they go onto NFL.com and they read reviews of those players and then that's their opinion and they don't ever watch film. And that's a lot of what happened with Mosley, I guess, and Pro Football Focus and them ranking him poorly. Um, but I'm happy to show you guys plenty of plays, you know, of him in coverage that, that show his ability in coverage where if you watch the show and you can still argue that he's bad in coverage, I, I would like you to message me and tell me how. I, I don't get it. It's, I'm not just showing one, two, three, four, five plays of him in coverage. I've been showing a lot. Now I have two in a row for you guys of, of showing that ability in coverage. Um, I don't know if this remember. I don't remember if this is this was uh, cover two or cover three. Uh, it looks like because they're they're width right here. It's more of a cover three zone. So he's playing a a hook to seam uh, zone right here, or a, it could be a, it could be a hook too. It, de- it depends. It depends on the alignment of the offense as well. But he's still he's still um, in it, he's in an intermediate zone, which is called a hook zone. And again, good coverage snap. He he's he's he plays that drag, but he notices. Um, James Conner cut out um, or break through the line of scrimmage and then, you know, break out on like a bench route from the, uh, um, you know, from in the, from the backfield. So what happens with a normal linebacker here? Like this doesn't look great. Like, okay, you're watching this on a field. Does it look that great? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But you gotta, people got to realize with this type of, with, with, with this type of concept, um, what's going to happen to a lot of linebackers is they're going to see who I think is Antonio Brown. It looks like Antonio's Brown body type into 80. So I think it's Antonio Brown. A lot of linebackers are going to be so just so, so caught up with this. They're going to, they're going to carry this all the way here, um, not pass it off. This running back's going to, going to leak, out, uh, leak out into the flat. And then it's, it's a huge gain of, because of Yak. No, but Mosley passes off like he, like he should, um, which this number, number uh, 41 right here is not, doesn't play that very well where the, the number – the I don't know if this is number two or three threat on the on that side. He breaks hours. He has a have to have awareness of who's working through his zones and that there, there's no really really in his zone and there's another guy working into it. So I like to see him jump down a little bit more. Um, but Mosley passes it off really really well. Uh, is he directly on him? No, no, he's not because he still has to carry that drag far enough to pass it off to the other to the other hook zone, the other intermediate zone here. Um, but still, if the ball is thrown to Connor, he's going he's gonna to make up that ground. He's going to tackle him because he has two yards vertically um, on him. So another really good rep uh, from, from Mosley uh, in coverage for, like I said, a guy who was bad in coverage. But next one, this is against the Bengals. Moving on to the next game of the season. I watched every single game of his season uh, this, this year or last year, sorry. Uh, let me just move my screen over so I could see better. This is where I talk about in my reviews, like works, works to reroute. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so let's just let's just call him the number three threat. Cause I don't know if there's another. I don't think there's a number one on the outside, but you know there's at least two guys on this side, um, where he's basically like a flexed out Y, uh, number eighty seven right there, and he realizes that he breaks out, so he becomes the number two threat, and then eighty three becomes the number three threat. He works the reroute him. You see the fluidity in the hips right here to to get out um onto that that reroute, and he's eighty three looks like he's going to be running a a deep over route. But because Mosley works to reroute him, um, where he you see that you see how he breaks vertically right here, how he's he's working um, at a different angle, breaks vertically, and then has to cut around him. And what is that? Uh, what is that? Ha- what happens because of that? And obviously the the play is completed. But that's not Mosley's fault. I'm just showing Mosley right here. I don't care about anything else. Um, because Mosley works to reroute him, the safety who you can see his feet right here on the top of the screen, on the very very top of the screen. If Mosley did not work to reroute him, just spot dropped, he's going to cut right behind him, right in, right in front of the safety's face, and he's going to be open in the middle. Most likely, he's going to be open in the middle. Because Mosley works to reroute him, he has to adjust his, his, his angle vertically, which gives the safety right here ability to get over top of it, which is literally exactly what happens. So he assists the secondary right there um, and the safety in allowing him to get over top of uh, number 83, which is Boyd, I think. Um, but again, another nice coverage snap, um, from, from Mosin. I definitely have a couple of more of the, uh, coverage snaps to, to show you exactly, uh, just keep kind of hammering in my point that he's a good coverage linebacker. So, and what do you know? Another good, uh, coverage rep right here from Mosley. 
Um, so I labeled it cover two. Um, there's a little, I remember this being a little bit of like a combo coverage uh, where you have zone and man. It's cover two, and they just, they, they played man um, on that number. You can call them the number one threat on the, uh, on the, what ends up being the field, well, the field side here on third down. Mosley again, pressing the line of scrimmage. He takes an, his exit angle um, to get into his, um, his hook zone. He notices, and look, there's an, oh, there's an overload right here of guys in his zone and who's working uh, through his zone, but he knows, he knows that the one guy has a man. He sees that the tight end, um, or at least the bigger receiver, definitely tight end, is working up the seam, so he doesn't, he doesn't pass that, or he passes that off. And he notices, and he's taking a conservative angle right here. It's not like it's first down, so he, he's playing a little bit more safe, which is completely fine um, because if he was to play you know, number 83 right here aggressively, um, maybe the ball gets thrown over his head and then it's a completion. So um, the ability to read all this really quickly to notice is what's going to be almost like you can call it like a skinny post with it with an with an outward stem or you can call it a seam route, seam route with an with an uh, outward stem. Um, but you see Mosley assess really quickly uh, as he's assessing this. He he sees the the uh, he sees that the receiver is working into his zone. His eyes flash back. See, so he's reading, 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 reading. He knows it's coming. His eyes flash back to the quarterback. He sees the quarterback is starting a throw motion. He dives um, and gets a really, really nice pass deflection. And I'll let it play um, through. But again, quick processing speed. Plays it smart. Good hips to get into his hook zone. Uh, as he's exiting, he he's uh, reading the, the the play, and then he gets out for for a pass deflection. Uh, so again. Another good play. Uh, the next one is going to be another play against the Bengals. This one is in the run game, though. So let me share my screen right here. And, uh, oops, I just bought the same play. Uh, the next play should be a different one. But, all right. I guess I recorded a little bit too early. You get some guys yelling, but uh, whatever. Uh, I remember this being... Yeah, it's another. You can call it from from the angle that I have. It's not the best angle, but it looks like another. Like, uh, call it a call it an inside zone. And where is Mo, uh, Moses? Right here. Okay, so same thing. Um, I don't know. If that's the left guard right here who works up to the second level extension. Which sometimes his elbows are are tight, like are, are you know, kind of they're bent and then they extend. But he uses his extension right away. Again, drop of the hips. That's some of that leg strength. And he just easily just pushes, literally just extends. And this is where like a little bit of that people say, oh, you know, the bench doesn't matter. And when you're ever going to be lifting up guys from your back, this is, this is some of that chest strength right here to, to, to push him off of uh, Mosley right here and then to make the tackle. So uh, nice play. I don't know if it's, I guess I get a better angle the second time. I guess this is why I could continue recording. Oh no! This is one of those moments where I'm watching it. And I just record and then I just never edited it because I just I, I don't know what happened here. But um, nice play from from Mosley right there again with that extension, good hand placement, which is a obviously a a very uh, trending theme throughout this review. So, and what do you know? We have another coverage rep from Mosley. <laughs> I was impressed. I was impressed uh, with with the, with the coverage. I heard the whole bad coverage thing. I was like, I don't really remember watching the Ravens and being like unimpressed with his uh with his coverage but again and it's not exactly what ends up happening what he what mostly think might uh end up happening here but he sees that the number that the uh running back releases on we can almost call it like a like a snake route um out of the backfield now at this point the the, the running back could cut to the open part of the field he doesn't have to keep breaking outwards i'm um, not necessarily depending on the, the, the how kind of uh direct the Bengals playbook is but for the most part a lot of offenses if you're on the same track with your running with your quarterback you're not work to the open part of the field and this would be open if they, if this um it's obviously cover two and if this receiver was to carry uh Weddle up up the up the seam right here or just vertically up the field he can just cut right under him and boom it's it's an open completion obviously he cuts outside but I like the fact that Mosley he notices that coming. You see him drop into his hook zone as he as he notices that uh, vertical route coming. He kind of he kind of gets more vertical and ready to play that that seam route, or if it or if it ends up being a post right behind him, or you know a deep over with an outside stem, whatever it may be. So he plays that as he sees Dalton looking inside. You could see him 
you see him as, as he sees Dalton looking inside and throwing the ball, what does he do? Fires up for, for a tackle. Now, is by other people's standards, oh, well, this is a completion on Mosley. What is he doing? He's not, he's not a good coverage linebacker. That was right in front of his face. Why did he not jump on that? Because, you idiots, if he was a jump on this too soon and that other receiver was a jump behind him, it's a massive completion. So would you rather limit a 15, 20-yard gain or, or let a, what is this, uh, a four-yard gain? Yeah, four-yard gain. Like this is this, I, I can almost guarantee this with people watching, like, oh, this is not a good coverage rep. That is a very good coverage rep for Mosley. Um, so again, I'm I'm in, I'm impressed. I don't I don't get that whole narrative. Or I do. I, I've said it multiple times of what it is. Um, next play, we're gonna see some of the jet on jet crime. Uh Osemele, I'm I'm excited about him. And I don't know, like I said, if it was his offensive line for, or offensive line coach from last year, I know it's a little bit of the fact that uh, he had a, a rookie left tackle playing next to him. And there was a narrative like, okay, he played a, he played a good amount of left tackle. I watched every single one of, game, of Osama's games this year, and he played like a quarter of left tackle in somewhere in like week 12 or 13, whatever it was. So he didn't play a ton of left tackle, but he did have a rookie next to him. Um, and that hurt him a little bit for sure with like stunts and pickups and things like that. Uh, and, mo- and in the beginning of the year, Osemi definitely looked more impressive with driving off of his feet, with not leaning as much into his blocks. As the season went on, you could tell that toe injury affected him, that for sure. Uh, I think he had a toe and a knee injury, so, so two lower body injuries, and it just affected him for sure. But uh, I think he'll bounce back to being at least a, a decent guard, maybe a very good one, maybe an all, uh, not an all-pro, maybe a pro bowl level. Like that's the highest. I, I see him more being like a really solid guy. I don't know if he'll ever be like a pro bowler again, but he could be if, he's, if he is healthy. Because, listen, the, the 2015, 2016, 2017, he was fantastic. He was thought of to be one of the best guards in the league. He had a really down year. But I see him bouncing back to being, let's say, very good, maybe all pro. Oh, not all pro. I keep saying all pro. Uh, pro ball level. So um, have some faith. But this play, you see some of the problems with, with him, uh, which we're going to talk about a lot in, in the review I do of him. That's going to be a true like, – let's, let's see if you guys are true TOJ Film Room fans if you want to watch 50 plays of an offensive lineman because that's most likely what's going to happen. Maybe I'll cut it down a little bit when I put it up just because I don't want to be too, too redundant because it's not fun to always watch offensive linemen. Um, that's my least favorite position to watch. I, I, I like it when I'm watching it, but if I had to choose, that's probably one of my last positions um, you know, to, to, to watch. And, again, there's a little bit – there's a lot of eye candy right here with the – with the uh with this run you have you have you have like a mid zone a mid zone split with a fake uh jet motion which you know holds 48 at least on the back side right there uh but mosley is assessing the situation this this play was a little bit uh the quality wasn't this good on this play i don't know why but osamalite he he way too frequently leans with his upper body and 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 ducks his head and that's exactly what happens right here if you're going to be a guy who's not going to be really technically sound on that second level versus assembly, he's going to eat you alive on that second level. That's exactly what happens. Plants, hands, lateral ability, keeps himself clean, keeps his arms on him to extend and push him away. Um, and then he uses that athleticism to get to get in on that tackle or to get not even in on the tackle, to make that tackle. You see, again, if I play in, in quick motion, do you see how quick that is? This that looks like I'm playing it in fast motion. I am not playing that in fast motion. That he is a really, really athletic guy. That looks almost fake. I, maybe I'm just seeing things right now. Um, but that ability, that burst, stop, burst, stop, burst to get back to the to the to the uh, running back. That is that is incredible athleticism right there. Um, like I said, he's not necessarily Telvin Smith type, you know athlete but he's he's up there he's definitely a- athletic but he's a lot more powerful than those guys as well he's a lot more technically refined and he's a lot smarter than those guys are um again same type of thing uh it's it's almost the same exact play another you can call it uh call it, you call it we're gonna call this inside zone um inside zone and then you have the um charlie Combo block right here from the, from the backside working up to the backside linebacker. Um, this would be this these two guys working to the to the, to the linebackers on the backside of a play. That's Charlie. This would be George uh, with the guard and the tackle on the backside. And then if there's a tight end here and they're blocking, you know, their combo block working up to the second level, uh, that would be a Tom combo block. And then you have uh, on the play side Ace Ace Deuce Trey. Uh, just for people who I, don't know, I just felt like saying, it, I guess. Um, 
but you have assembly working up to the second level. And this is another thing with assembly's game. You see how wide his hands are right here? His, his hands, and, and I get like he's just trying to kind of, like, he's in a bad position right here, so he's just trying to grab him and kind of limit him. But he does this a lot too. Really, really wide hands and leaning his head. Um, so this is easy. This is easy for Mosley. He's not even looking at him. Look at, look at his eyes the entire time. Inside, inside, inside at the running back. He does not look at Osemele like once. Maybe like a quick like flash right there, but um, really good eyes. Extension, lateral, stop, gets low, tackles on Doug Martin. Um, let me play this in, in fast motion. Just so like I like to play at least like once or twice in fast motion just so you guys can get more of an appreciation for how fast it's happening. So when I play it in slow motion, um, it's a little bit kind of, I guess, easy to, to overlook what's happening and how fast everything happens um, in the NFL. So I like to definitely do that. I labeled this next one as Mosley slippery. <laughs> it's just so true on the second level. You just not, you just don't see many blocks um, staying on him and he's not even involved in this play. Um, they're, they're running another inside zone split right here. And he decides to, to cut back uh, number 28, which is Doug Martin. Mosley, what happens again, keeping his eyes in the backfield, extension, lateral, and then as he sees the running back is the running back is cutting back, what does he do? Do you see his hand this is this is the play where we really want to look at the hands again. Uh, so you see with the with that left arm, he's controlling what looks to be the elbow at first, right here. See that elbow? And then it slides up to his wrist extension with that right arm into into his chest this is all to keep himself clear this is like this is like a like i did ninjutsu it's like a multigakyo it's like it's like a move almost uh all to do is you know break his wrist right here and it's pretty much what you're what you're doing uh a multigakyo or a gakyo for anybody who does uh any fighting type stuff um and extend like i said right arm extension hand on the wrist uh he pulls with the right and this is like linking your body with your feet see as he's pulling, hard plant with the right. Hard plant with the right and rip through. That's, that's connecting your hands and your feet right here. Where guys like don't connect their hands and their feet, this is a play you see exactly with that, with that plant. Flip of the hips. Uh, the, the left arm wipes the, or, or swipes the wrist down as the right arm pulls. He's just destroying that momentum. And that's why he falls on his ass right here because he's working so much against his momentum where he's breaking his contact point while he's pulling him. So even if he breaks that contact point, maybe maybe the offensive lineman, uh, offensive lineman uh, falls. But because he gets extension with that right arm, pulls as he swipes down, as he lessens his body to not give him any area to punch, he makes him look silly right here. <laughs> it's just, I, I, um, it, I can't, I, there's, obviously I could be a little bit more impressed with certain things. Like if he was Luke Keekley, if he's the best inside linebacker in the league, he's going to do some things better. Um, but man, I don't, I don't know how people are watching this guy and saying, oh, well, I don't want to pay him $17 million a year. Maybe they should have signed Zadarius Smith for freaking, you know, 16.5. Like, come on. It's just, it's crazy. The guy's and the guy is an absolute beast. Um, here, fourth and one. What happens? Uh, you have an you have an inside run. It looks like they're 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 wedge blocking. So it's like a wedge run, and mostly keeps himself clean. He's not just going to blindly put his his head down into the a gap right here and just try to initiate contact. He's assessing the running back. He keeps himself clean. He sees the running back is going to cut back, and what does Mosley do? Boom! Fires right there, and, and it's a, and it's a tackle for um, for no gain. They they, they, didn't, they didn't pick up the first down here. That is impressive. That is really, really impressive to be able to move like this and to be able to read this play when you're wedge blocking. There's a shitload of traffic, obviously, and to keep himself clean, boom, and you cut and you cut right back and you're reading. And sorry if anybody's like listening to their into their uh, uh, in their car with their kids or anything like that. But, uh, this is why I put explicit on it because there's sometimes where those words just come out, and I don't want you guys to be listening with uh, children or whatever. But you know, maybe I'll try to clean up a little bit, but probably not. Uh, to be completely honest, especially when I get mad at plays during the season, or I see some of these stupid penalties that are going to happen. Um, but man, this is this is a good play on fourth down uh, for a guy who doesn't make a lot of tackles behind the line of scrimmage. He can't do it. <laughs> it's it is this is some of the some of the stuff you're going to hear is is amusing. But tell refer them to the show, then we'll see uh, what people have to say. So it's funny. I just paused it and I just started talking about a play. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like I I don't feel like I hit uh, play on on the recording. Um, and I was right. Thank God. I didn't want to go into like three, four plays and, and not, uh, be recording. So that happened a couple of times to me last week. Uh, maybe I'll just like podcast it out. Cause I just did that, this podcast paused it in the middle and then did the uh, podcast with Scott Mason. Uh, this one, they, they run, you know, a, a tight end screen, 
um, on the outside, like a, almost like a swing screen. And Mosley is obviously, you know, he's late getting over. Um, he couldn't have really made this play regardless, but uh, you'd like to see this. This is just, this is just another one of those, uh, those hits. It seems like for whatever reason, every time the Jets play the Raiders, like any Jets players, I always see Jared cooking laid out on the sideline. <laughs> like uh, Marcus May did it a couple of times. I remember Jamal Adams did it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, this is, this is definitely a nice hit and, and, and a lot of hustle to get over to this too. It's he was not on this, on this, on the side, as you can see right here. Um, he's, you know, dropping to his hook zone, but nice hustle right here to get up to, uh, to get up to the sideline and, and make this hit. You're always going to see really consistent um, hustle for Mosley, which is something you're obviously going to want uh, for a guy you're paying $17 million a year. Um, next play, Mosley is in man on the uh, – which, by the way, I, I hated this play call from the Chiefs on third and three. There's Every game, there's going to be play calls that you don't really like, but man coverage, and I get what they're trying to do, um, where it looks like he's his primary read, but they're trying to work these two guys across the middle to get in Mosley's way, um, but they clearly didn't do a good job. And Mosley, again, he's really – you see – do you see? Okay, he sees the – this is like a quick mental processing that I talk about. He sees the, the, the running back break it on the swing route, what do his eyes do? They flash inside to see what's coming at him because a lot of concepts, okay, if they're going to break out, the running back's breaking out, someone's breaking inward to try to, you know, rub route you, um, whatever it may be, or, or on a rub route. Eyes flash inside. He's, he's easily avoiding them anyway, but still good mental processing. Um, and then he makes a short tackle. He's not, there's like maybe three or four broken tackles I saw on Mosley, uh, this year and they weren't really too big of deals. Um, but again, gets outside, gets his hips square, closes ground. Uh, really, really good tackle right here. Uh, a lot of linebackers like plant right here, maybe get juked, but he continues to work through. He gets low. He tries to get his head across. You want to get your head across, but it's still okay. Um, gets low enough. Look how low he is right here. He he's almost literally to the ground wrapping up. Uh, that is that is impressive. Um, and then what does he do? Drives his feet. Wrap and drive, wrap and drive, wrap and drive. That's what we talk about coaching. Wrap and drive, wrap and drive. He's a really, really good tackler, and then he, he can't get him down. What does he do? He spins him around and sinks. That's that's exactly what you're supposed to do. So uh, great, great play by by Mosley right there. Quick mental processing. Uh, the, the tackle was really, really, really good as well. Um, this next play is going to be, um. So it is. Okay. So this one, this one's again, like the mental processing um, type of thing. So as you can see here, let me pause right here. Moses right here. And at first he hops forward, which is, you know, it's okay. He drops back into, into his zone. Look how quick he processes that the center is pulling out to get it on the screen. The center takes his first like step at maybe let's say he takes his first step to the outside. Moses already reacting. Literally one step. Maybe you can you can argue a, a step and a half, two steps, but still, uh, really really quick pro uh, processing. Takes a really good angle and boom, tackle for 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 uh, one yard. And this happens because of how quick he processes things. Now if he now if he waited an extra step or two, um, then the running back gets to the outside right here. You know, so uh, really really good play right there. Just just really quick recognition to to get out on that tackle. Um, for, for one yard, you know, it's, it's not a tackle for loss, but it's still obviously a, a really, really good play, uh, that Mosley just showed right there. So the next play, um, that I'm going to show, I think I have a lot of plays from this. No, because don't happen. I remember having a lot of, a lot of plays from the chargers game. Um, but they did play the chargers twice. They played on week 17 or sorry, week 16. And they played them again, week one of the playoffs or the wild card round. Um, this is this is the athleticism that I talked about. Now, if I play some full speed, I'll, I'll play it in full speed then and then talk about it. Uh, obviously, he's on the backside. He's pressing the the uh, the B gap uh, again. He's pointing something out. So he's a little bit late to react to the snap. But again, he sees fifty three working out to him, which is pouncy. What does he do? Stops basically like olays him, um, arm over and clears him. So now, if his arm, like I said, if his arm is like hit with that chest. Then what's going to happen is you that that offensive line will be able to wrap that arm around his chest and then kind of work to him because you're initiating that point of contact. So when you're initiating that point of contact, 
you can you can kind of swing your body around that point of contact. So he's going to use Mosley almost as like a, almost like like as a I don't, I don't know like as like a pole to get around. I don't, I don't know pounces on poles. I I don't know how to explain that really, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. So he he clears that hand right here, and he sees obviously which is going to be illegal in the NFL right here. Um, that crack block from which is it probably actually I think it was illegal because even he's still in the back of the like. If he was a little bit more on his hip right here, it probably wouldn't have been illegal. I don't know if this is called, I forget, but uh, because he's hitting him on the numbers right here, it's, it's an illegal hit. Um, but Mosley clears it. And, and the really impressive thing about this, one is being able to keep this bounce, but as soon as he plants his foot, what, is it, what happens with his eyes? Boom, right back to the play. So he's taking out the play for a second, snap back, plant, tackle. Like, man, uh, the, the, the unathletic thing. Um, I, I hope that people like uh, who, who listen to the show um, kind of appreciate the film review enough and they go back and they listen to other people who say he's not athletic or he's not good in coverage and they're like, eh, nope, not listening to that person anymore because like, how, how do you trust people's opinions on anybody, draft player, draft guys, Jets players, anybody who, who shoot out opinions who, who just don't know what they're talking about. This guy is not athletic or not not athletic. And he's not batting, um, batting coverage. And this is another play. Um, where it's another, it's another well inside hand. It's an inside handoff with a fake jet sweep and an orbit motion. So it's a fake jet motion sweep, a fake orbit motion. So that holds that holds Mosley inside for just a split second. He still is able to get to the to the play side right here. And this is more about just showing that strength. Um, he's shuffling laterally while the running back is is you know running full speed at him. You see how fast that running back is running right here. Mosley does not even get moved like maybe like a centimeter back right here. But that's it drops his shoulder and makes a tackle and obviously has some help from uh, 25 right here as well. Um, but that's after the contact is already initiated. Uh, Mosley's not getting pushed back right there a lot. So strong, smart, athletic, technically sound uh, linebacker we're looking at. And we have about uh, 11 more plays to go. So, all right, here we're going to see one of the things I want to see Mosley do more in his game um, where he set up a blitz up the, up the, up the a gap. You have the, you have number 97 right here, which is like that long leg. It's not a great long leg because he is uh, obviously a big body, but as you're trying to clear that ground, like uh, you're trying to basically take guys out of their out of their blocking zones with that really long step laterally, which happens, uh, you know, perfectly pretty much. And Mosley, he obviously the number 75 is working towards him. This is a time where Mosley, with his biggest problem in his game, like I said, is blitzing. He has a lot. Like he's working worse an island right here on 75. Um, but Mosley, a lot of times, would just keep it, put his hands into him and kind of just work right into him and then drop back into coverage. Like, he's not a great pass rusher. Uh, but this play is a really, really good play. But like I said, this is more of an outlier. So I wouldn't expect this uh, all the time. But if he keeps working on it, maybe he is. This is, this is later in the season. Maybe he worked on his pass rushing a little bit right here. But again, lateral. Um, you see that club right here with that left arm club on the on the shoulder on the back right here, um, with that arm over into a crawl like a cross chop. So you can, you can I would call it like a club cross, uh, cross chop with that lateral movement right here because I, the number seventy five is working to his left, so Mosley works the opposite way of him, um, which is hard for the number seventy five to plant and get back to him. Um, he doesn't even get to the quarterback right here, but I, I, I like the the lateral movement the. Uh, the club cross chop, and then he gets it. Uh, he almost gets to the quarterback right there. So good, good pass rush snap. I would like to see more of that from from Mosley's game. Next, uh, next play is a little bit of working through traffic, and I remember talking a little bit on the review of him um, with the hand usage again right here. So you have a running back screen, um, obviously with a fake. Uh, it was coming into a to an orbit motion that turned back to the to the. Uh, to the boundary side right here. So it looked like a, like a fake uh, swing screen to that side. You can almost call it into a, a running back screen on the uh, boundary side. Mosley, again, this is, this is the ability. This is just working through traffic. Um, this is, this is where you'd mark down something. Okay. Good at working through traffic right here. Um, good. Again, you have three guys versus two. Um, obviously Mosley is beating number 75 to that, to that side. So he gets out of that block. But what I like about this is number number seventy. You see how number seventy gets his hand on Mosley. Mosley's hand goes right, and that's that's the best place to control the arm is the elbow. You can bend the elbow, and then and then that 
you know, lessens power and you can controlling an elbow is better than controlling a wrist, controlling a shoulder, you know, always because that's the, the, pivot, the, the pivot point of your arm controls that arm, pushes it down to, to work through him. Um, so he sheds that block. He sees number 24 cutting back to the, to, you know, inside um, and the ability to drop his weight. He's lowered here. You see some of that bend that he has and power th- and, and power through bending, um, working through that contact where this is not easy. That offensive lineman, number 34, you know, does he generate the most power through this block? No, but he just got off one, another block. You can see him like chicken wing right here to, to lessen that, that, that punch a little bit if he is trying to get into the inside. So you see that chicken wing right here? Bend, 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 and he gets it on the tackle. Um, nice play for, for sure for Moser here. I'll play it in fast motion you know, one time just so you can appreciate it again, just working through all this traffic to, to get it on the tackle. That's effort, smarts, hand usage. Um, it's a lot of things. And the last play of the, of the regular season right here is from Mosley on this, on this interception. Um, so the Ravens are – they send a zero blitz. They send everybody they can, and it looks like the they're obviously playing an empty set, so you can only rush, you know, uh, what six guys? And they rush one, two, three. Yeah, they rush six guys. It's a zero blitz. Mosley doesn't get home. This is where you see like more of like Mosley's. This is usually what his pass rushing looks like, where he kind of just puts his hands out and kind of just rushes a guy. He doesn't really do too much, but. Um, he, he gets out of that. He obviously knows he's not getting there now, um, which, you know, could, could have been by design. You're, you're, you're occupying um, – there's obviously five offensive linemen. So if you occupy five properly, you're going to get um, one guy free. And Mosley is occupying the uh, left guard. The four-tech is op- occupying the, the uh, left tackle. Mosley knows he's not getting there, drops back. He re- he's reading um, – Baker Mayfield's eyes. He sees he's going to the left side, so Mosley is going to try to anticipate his throwing window and where his hallway is. Um, which you see right here, he's he's reading this. You see his hallway when he's dropping back is the back foot. That's that's where he's going to throw the ball. He's going to throw the ball. You know, at least in this direction, his hallway is not going to be perfect all the time, especially on a zero blitz when he's you know shuffling backwards. But he's reading where he's going to throw the ball. His shoulders, his hallway. Um, he drops back. Athleticism. Gets and gets a freaking interception that you know secured the Ravens spot in the in the playoffs at this point in the game. The the, the Browns were coming back and I thought that they were going to lose this game. Um, you know, being the Ravens, so good athleticism, good reading of the quarterback. Not the best pass rush, um, but he did his job with occupying um, who he was supposed to. Uh, going on to play number forty six, I have labeled this as a good coverage snap. Let's watch it together. Uh, okay. Yeah. See, this is something that you don't see a lot from, from linebackers. So you have a, a fake outside zones to play action, that little bootleg. And mostly obviously a lot of linebackers are going to react to the, to the run first. You want to react a little bit more to pass the run, be a little more conservative. This is a good, another good rep for Mosley. So as he, as he sees that uh, it's a play action, a lot of linebackers are just going to panic, 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 and run back into their spot, and then just try to get there, then assess. Mosley, um, obviously, he know, he sees what the uh, what the uh, Chargers are doing. I'm blanking. I don't know. I just blanked on the team name. Jeez. Um, but he's not panicking. Eyes flash right back to to the uh, to number 88 right here, who's running the over route. A lot of linebackers, like I said, panic. Are just going to let this get right behind them. And what's going to happen here is um, Rivers. See how he looks. He's looking right there. Um, a lot of linebackers are going to panic and, and try to get to, to uh, Keenan Allen right here. They're going to see Keenan Allen and just run right to him, or they're going to spot drop, not get into where they're supposed to be at. Um, but Mosley, because he knows his zone, he knows what he's responsible for, he's dropping back into his zone. He knows that Keenan Allen's not going to his zone, but he doesn't know what's behind him. So his eyes flash immediately behind him because that's the true threat behind him because he can't, he can't see that side right now. So the, the, the – uh, the calmness and a play action play like this is something that I definitely, uh, I was, I was a fan of. That was a, that was a nice play uh, and coverage uh, for me, for me to watch for sure. Here we're going to see something like that click and close. Like this is what I would, would label as a click and close. It's like, which basically just quick mental processing. Um, it's obviously not a great play from the, uh, from the uh, chargers where it's, it's a one back power. Um, but you have the left guard who's pulling run into the, the uh, right guard because number or the uh, three tech 
uh, you know, runs into him and pushes him a little bit back vertically. So it's not a great play by the offensive line. Maybe number 66 would have been there. But I just like I just like this processing speed right here on the on the backside. He sees what's happening. Boom. It's really, really quick on the tackle. That's he's he's moving fast right here. Um and you know, stops the the run at the what two yard line, maybe maybe one yeah, I'll call it more of like the two yard line. So uh quick mental processing from from him. Uh Next play is going to be a play of just some I, I label it as effort and and the uh, hit uh, swing route from the running back. He dumps it out quickly, and yeah, see, I I like this type of linebacker right here. Um, he drops back again, peeling off the line of scrimmage, goes into his hook zone. He obviously is assessing what you know what's happening. He sees uh, which looks like Keenan Allen on a called a pivot. Uh, is he breaking inside? Yeah, I'll call it a whip route. Um, obviously that's the ball is passed quickly effort right here. He runs to the play. He's not, he doesn't just, you know, okay, well, they're going to make the tackle. I'm not going to get involved. He was a tone setter in this, in this game. He was really, really impressive. And this was one of his, I think I'm trying to think of his games. It's hard to watch, you know, 15, 16, 17 games of a guy and say, which was one of his most impressive games. But in my mind, this is probably his most impressive game, maybe his second or third. Um, but the fact that he, he rose up to the occasion, in a playoff game is definitely nice to see uh, effort. And he lays a shot right here. This is something that nobody likes to get hit like this. <laughs> he was getting wrapped up. He didn't have to do this. Um, but that's a tone setter. That's a leader. Uh, you have, a, you have two really true like leaders on this team. Now with Mosley and Adams in the second level, like I said, if Tremaine Johnson can just back back, bounce back a little bit, not even be what, what he was with the Rams, but just be not even, not even like a top 10, top 15 guy like he was, but even just a solid, a decent number one. Um, he could be like on that almost pro bowl level. If Leonard Williams, you know, is more of one gapping, exchanging and stunting, like I think he will this year, you, you see him get more sacks. He's made the pro bowl before. So you have at least like three pro bowl level guys on your team, one all pro and maybe two all pros this year. Um, you have Tremaine Johnson, and then you're going to add most likely Quinn Williams or Josh Allen in this draft. So uh, this defense is exciting. Like I said, if they if they get Josh Allen or Quinn Williams, you know, yeah, if you get Quinn Williams, you're going to have to get an outside linebacker maybe next year or whatever. But he's still a generational talent in my opinion. Uh, maybe not generational, but he's he's in my opinion, he's going to be a lock to be a, to be at least a Pro Bowler multiple times in his career. And I really really like that player. If you add him or Josh Allen, then man, the only really big hole you're looking at is because uh, you're adding another thing to the front seven is the second corner spot you know for the next couple of years uh you're going to keep adding and replacing and stuff like that but uh you know I'm, I'm excited about what this defense can can be for sure when you're adding a guy like mosley um you know to it so another good play right there all right we're going to wrap it up with the last uh five plays of the show and that's it's a nice hour show uh you know went through the film pretty quickly but i think we I, i've hammered home my point of what kind of player uh mosley is and this one I literally didn't put up for really any reason other than the fact that he tossed the, the 76. Like I said, tone setter. Uh, he's not even involved in the play right here, um, you know, because he's getting blocked. But I like I like the the strength right here, and he's not just going to give up on the play. You see a lot of like players, you know, feel like okay, you know, the play is over, um, whistle's not blown, we're just gonna we're kind of just gonna play patty cake and just give it another, uh, each other a nice little head tap. Um, Mosley is a guy. <laughs> He's not that type of player. Maybe he, he would be with like his friends or his ex-teammates and stuff like that. But in the playoffs, that's not going to happen with him. Um, so I, I like that that little toss of the uh, of the offensive line right there for sure. Just something you know I, I like to show, um, just to kind of show more points of his aggressiveness and things like this. Um, another another coverage now. This is a lot of a coverage. This is more almost coverage than it was anything else in this episode, which is good. Because uh, in the beginning, I did more run stuff. So again. This might be considered by some people, oh, well, it's a completion on him. Why didn't he jump on that, on that whip route? Um, because that outside corner or the outside, uh, I don't know who's outside. It's, it's probably the, the guy working more vertically is probably the outside guy. Um, but, he, but he runs an inside a, a stem corner. You call, you, we call that a stem corner uh, where you stem inside and then you run a corner route. Um, so I'm going to call that a stem corner. And what does he do? Mosley, he drops back in his hook zone. He, he's reading the quarterback. He knows that there's two guys working into his zone, and he plays the deeper route first because he sees that the deeper route um, it could be an over route, and he and he plays that. So he's in a, he's getting he's going to stay disciplined vertically if the ball is thrown trying to get thrown over his head right here, which maybe it would be anyway. Um, but he does stay you know vertical enough right here, and then as the ball is thrown, he sees Rivers um, going to start his throwing motion. That's when he breaks. Um, so again, good coverage rep. Uh, showed plenty of it, and again, a nice little shot right here. It's not a not a huge shot, but 
that's some power right there. That's, that's not an easy tackle on uh, Tyrell Williams right there. So definitely like to see that. Uh, three more plays left, and we're going we're gonna, to uh, exit off, and then I'm going to start putting up Jameson Crowder literally as soon as I put this show up because the show has to upload and stuff like that. And I can't overload my computer. My computer's going to explode. <laughs> uh, but – and this was not a – great rep right here from from the center for sure on an inside zone from from a gun set and or actually a weak inside zone and again hammering the point feet off the ground as he's ducking into the or as he's leaning into the uh offensive lineman a lot of guys like a lot of linebackers like, like to absorb the contact he initiates contact jumps like i said to to absorb uh, that contact and because if his hands if his feet are on the ground as he shoots um, then it's just power versus power but this is a little bit more of absorbing the contact than using um, that hand placement extension and drop of the weight so you see that the, the extension here hand placement drop of the hips drop of the hips drop of the hips lateral movement hard plant leg strength you see how low his leg is right there um, to keep himself off of pouncy and then as the running back comes in Again, he's done this before. He removes one of his hands. He keeps one arm extended to keep the, the offensive alignment off of him. Leans in with one arm and makes a freaking tackle. This is this is just good. It's just good football. It is just really, just really good football. Uh, last play, or second to last play of this review. Uh, let's see what this one is. Same thing. Same thing. It's just, oops, screwed that up. <clears throat> um so you have the left tackle working up to the second level on, uh, on, a, on a pin and pull where you have the pin and pull action uh, on, the, on the front side with the, the right tackle and the right guard, pin and pull, pin and pull. And uh, Moses on the back side of the play. The, right, the left tackle is working his way up. Tight elbows, hands inside, takes his, removes his feet off the ground, lateral movement with that little push pull as his feet are planted with the lateral move. That's hard to freaking, that's hard to block. That's just, this is not, he's not an easy guy to, 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 uh, to block. There's just, there's just, I do not, I don't see a lot of offensive linemen on the second level getting their hands on this guy and, and driving him out of plays. It happens sometimes very, very, very rarely where I did not even want to mark it down or show it because I want people to get the wrong idea. Um, but that happens. He chases him down, good silent, silent speed, and there's another shot right here. He's like this game. You can see he's laying some shots, uh, hand placement, drop of the drop of the hips, uh, extension, lateral movement, silent, uh, silent ability, awareness, smarts. Lead, he's a leader. He's powerful enough. And some some plays he's just pure power. Uh, and uh, last play of this review, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a hard hit. I just like hard hits. Uh, you have Mike Williams working across the middle right here. This is the best angle I could get of it. Um, this is one of those plays, listen, you want to make receivers scared to come over the middle, this is what you have to do. Um, the ball is tipped. This is a legal play. Um, now, in the NFL, maybe it might not be some plays because refs are soft and the NFL is getting soft. But listen, if you're going to come across the middle and you're extending like this, look how open his body is. You're walking across the middle against a 250-pound linebacker, 240-pound linebacker, whatever it may be, a safety. You have to lay shots. This, this is going to make guys alligator arm stuff. The next time he comes over, you think he's going to do this? Most likely not. He's an alligator on this and not even, not, not even try to contend for it, most likely. So uh, this is the type of play you like to see from a linebacker. Um, you know, overall, we just went over 53 plays of the guy or 52, uh, whatever it was. But after watching all this, if you're not impressed, you're not a little bit higher on this guy, maybe you're really high on him to begin with. Maybe I made you either confirm what you thought or maybe you're a little bit more down on the signing. But after watching this, I don't get how you're not very high on this guy. Uh, he's just an absolute beast. There, there's really He doesn't have many weaknesses. Like I said, he has the, the, the hips and the speed uh, to get out on exit angles, to cover tight ends. He can cover tight ends um, in man or running backs. He can lay shots. He's smart, uses good hand placement, good extension. He controls the wrist. He controls elbows. He knows how to link his hands and his feet. Uh, there's so many things I talked about in this, in this episode um, of how good this guy is. So, if you're not excited, I don't know what's wrong with you, um, but I appreciate everybody for listening. Like I said, we just did about an hour show. Um, we'll be back, or I'll not we'll, we'll, or we will. Uh, I know Marcus is going to come back soon. Uh, like I said, he's in midseason. He's, he's, he's a head coach and a general manager of a professional football team. <laughs> it's not the NFL, but it's still a professional football team. He doesn't have a ton of time to be doing all this stuff, but he'll, he'll drop in um, periodically through uh, us doing the show. 
you know, randomly and stuff like that. But obviously you can't watch a ton of film on Mosley and all the draft prospects and Brian Poole. Um, so I'll just do it by myself and then he'll come back when he can come back. Uh, but we're gonna have a ton of content, like I said, and this is gonna be posted. It's, it's 154 now. Uh, this will be posted about an hour. And then at, right after that, I'll be posting Jamison Crowder film. And then one, once I'm done watching some or posting some Jamison Crowder film, I'll be watching a film on, uh, film on Hakeem Butler. So there's a lot of stuff coming at you in the next month. Uh, next review up, Jameson Crowder, then probably going to be Osanale, and then we're going to do a little bit of Brian, or we're going to do a good amount of Brian Poole as well because I could break down corners forever. I love cornerback play, safety play, wide receiver play. Um, so that's coming up soon, and then after that, we're going to dive right into the, to the draft. Unless the Jets sign another big-time guy or like trade for A.J. Green, then we might have to push some more draft stuff behind but if they're signing guys like tom compton and steven wisniewski if they do sign him or a bunch of backup type players the draft is a little bit more important than that um which i hope they actually do sign steven wisniewski i think i think just going into the draft without anybody um there at center who could at least play a little bit if we need him i don't think it's the smartest thing to do i'd rather just sign wisniewski right now and if we draft the guy you know cut him whatever you have to do but i, I want to sign at least somebody um so we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, a ton of content. Uh, follow me on Twitter, JoeRB31. Uh, if you're not on Twitter and you still want to talk to me, whatever, you can come on the YouTube videos. Uh, or you could email me, bluejoetoj at gmail.com. And you guys have been killing it with the reviews. Like I said, the last two weeks, we've gotten three reviews, uh, five five-star ratings. You know, If I can get like one a week, I'm, I'm really, really, really happy. So if you guys can do that, I'd appreciate it a lot more than you know. And then uh, I'll be back in... You know, two, three days with another review of uh, of.